How is it that innovative software solutions have the ability to change the world and improve our lives, yet they don't sell themselves? How is it that I know my target market, but I'm not able to generate enough qualified sales opportunities? How do I even get started to create visibility for my brand across channels when I'm not an expert at marketing? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Welcome to Simplified, software marketing made simple. Uh, This is Liz from MediaDev, and today's podcast is How Can I Ensure My Outsourced Lead Generation Campaign is Wildly Successful? And I am joined by William Phillips, who is one of our outbound lead generation experts at MediaDev. So, hey, William, good to have you here today. G'day, Liz. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be on on the podcast, that's for sure. Excellent. So, William, I know you've worked on a number of different types of outbound sales, pre-sales, and lead generation activities in the past. And for the last couple of years, you've been working with one of our top and most strategic clients doing an OEM deep dive into a highly targeted list of priority accounts, so really an ABM type of outreach campaign. So, I want to understand more, you know, how did you establish a working relationship with the sales reps that are actively following up your leads and how has that relationship to help you to provide bigger and better leads over time? Yeah, look, that, that's a great, great question to, to start off with. Um, yeah, I suppose for myself personally, I was fortunate enough to have one of the reps, it might have been yourself, with the rep suggest that, um, you know, we sync up you know, right from the very beginning of, of doing one of these campaigns. Um, I think it was probably about two, two and a bit years ago. Um, and, and the rep felt that it sort of made sense to him that we work together and align our, our both our approaches to the accounts and, and to get results and get quality results, which is, which is the most important thing. Um, I suppose what is important to, uh, for me to acknowledge um, is, you know, the relationship expanded, it, it, it grew. Uh, from just being, you know, obtaining, you know, leads, you know, quality leads to, um, you know, the the rep requesting me do market intelligence reports, which is a big, um, big part of our uh, our business now at, at MediaDev, um, you know, to do market intelligence reports on selected accounts, you know, accounts that the reps might have, you know, some real serious interest in for whatever reason that could be, um, and then analyze the current state of accounts that we're outreaching to, and what that means is are we getting traction, or was they able to find out? Um, do some of those accounts have contracts with, you know, competitors, external vendors like, a, oh, I wouldn't say sort of, a, you know, you know, there's your Googles, your Microsofts, and, and so on, depending on the campaign. Um, you know, and then it sort of even ex- expanded to me evaluating accounts mid and, and, and sort of the end, the end of the year for them to potentially approach um, for their, you know, when it comes time to them selecting their accounts for the year. Um, going back to your, your question, how did that relationship help um, with the, or how did that relationship um, with the reps help me produce bigger and better leads? It, look, it's quite, quite simple, um, you know, on the, on the current campaign. They've got to pick 50 to 80 accounts, and and there's a reason that these reps pick these accounts. They don't just randomly, you know, pick X, Y, and Z that they think that they could potentially get some business out of. You know, the rep might know someone internally or have a couple of contacts within the company um, who they could leverage potentially for a discussion or or a bit further. Um, you know, they might know of possible project opportunities. They feel that their product 
line could benefit from the current technology offering. Um, you know, it might be even existing users of the technology. So all these little sort of insights that I wouldn't be able to have access to if I, you know, didn't have a, a good relationship with the reps. So, yeah, I, I think it's sort of, it's become to me paramount, you know, moving forward for other campaigns that, you know, having a relationship with the reps is um, a good idea. Yeah, we did another podcast episode where, you know, we did talk about market intelligence reports and how that really gives you deep insight into the accounts themselves. And then um, there is another interview that we had uh, with uh, Couchbase, in fact, going over why it's so important to align expectations, you know, between marketing and sales in order to ensure the success of a lead generation program. And I think that what you're saying um, reiterates those points, which is that by being able to have insight as to why a sales rep, you know, selected a particular account on their, you know, target priority list for the year and um, be able to work really hand in hand with that person enables, you know, even just the lead transfer to happen very well. I mean, I know the worst thing that happens to us when we run any kind of lead generation campaign is that we have no idea what happens with the follow-up. And I think that one of the benefits too to your relationship with your sales reps is that we know, you know, that they are doing the follow-up. They're very involved and, and engaged in the follow-up process and they really have have a vetted interest, a vested interest into making sure that those leads are pushed further down the sales cycle and end up converting into uh, a real uh, a sale. So I think and, that's great. And I'll just just to add to that, and then that's you know um, you sort of just fresh refreshed my mind. And and like you said, when it's going down that going down the the sales funnel, I think even at times I've had the reps still bring me in along the journey. So mm. company X might be offering, you know, multiple products. So you're sort of still doing your outreach as you, even though you sort of, the sales reps are in dialogue and might've even been at the point of, you know, talking about a proof of concept, you're sort of still involved one way or another, you know, it might be, you know, targeting some other people within that particular department or going back to your original um, or working with the sales rep. And then that's sort of happened to me a lot. I've sort of been involved still in the, in the engagement, you know, in one shape or another. So yeah, no, that's, that's a good point. Sure. And especially when, you know, when we talk about ABM, you know, accounts based marketing and we're talking about, you know, just really going after a selected number of accounts, usually, I mean, I can't even remember a campaign doing ABM where those weren't all like large enterprise accounts, um, which means that there are probably multiple opportunities within the account, you know, depending on the solution type that we're talking about. Uh, you know, it usually happens, at least in, from my experience, that in a large enterprise company, there could be multiple different ways in. There could be multiple different types of opportunities that are present there. So, yeah, as you said, it's it's not like you get a lead and then you're done. So, Absolutely. So a lot of our potential customers think that they can't outsource OEM lead generation to a marketing agency because they think it's just too hard for external people to wrap their heads around OEM. What do you think about that? Do you think that's true? I can sort of understand the reluctance, but, you know, it's let's go back to the, the first question. You know, when you're able to work and, and sync up with the reps, um, you're sort of it's like you're ingrained in the, in the company that you're sort of working for. So 
you know, they give again, they're giving insights on not only their product, but you know, the prospects' product and and how to sort of approach them. And and you know, again, you're just aligning with, with the reps. So, do I think it's too hard? As long as it's done right, you know, I, you know, we, 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 you know, better than anyone, you know, especially with our existing campaigns, when they are syncing up with the reps, the campaigns work very well. You know, so we, sure. I, I think at Media Dev, we know what works in the, you know, anything mm. to do with OEMs and ISVs and, and so on. So we sort of understand that. And I'm sure there's probably other companies out there that might be doing similar, maybe not. But, um, you know, I like to see us as being a resource to, to, to the sales rep rather than just being sort of just a lead gen, you know, again, going back to the different things that we can offer. So, yeah, I don't think it's too hard for external people if it's done right and done like how we're sort of doing things at the moment. Yeah, no, I agree. I think you've become really an extension of the the sales team of our customer, Um, you know, which I don't see happening a lot with other marketing agencies that I know of, um, where the outsourcing really becomes a black box. Now, uh, you know, and some some customers really want it to be a black box. You know, they think to themselves like, well, this is why I'm outsourcing it. So I don't have to worry about it. I don't want to think about it. But, you know, from my experience, the the best campaigns are the ones where we really have established a very good and close working relationship with our customers where it becomes like a partnership and we really are working together to create the win-win. So definitely agree with you on, on that point. So how has your deep knowledge of our clients' products helped you to improve your outreach efforts over time? Um, yeah, look, I... <laughs> I'm the first to say that I'm not the most technical person, but, you know, even the sales rep, you know, the sales rep that I, I work closely with, even they'll admit that they're probably the most, le- you know, they're not overly technical. And, that, and that's why you've got pre-sales, pre-sales consultants slash solution architects involved in the whole funnel. So, but it, but it's very important to have a good understanding of not only your product or product offering, but also your prospects product offering you know it's important to understand how both products could align what capabilities your offering can uh, they could benefit from that's that's very important especially in the oem space um you know so as you go deeper into it understanding certain capabilities yeah, it's very very important um you know to give you an example says what you know, company a have a dashboard can it be improved um you go deeper again, you know, in terms, you know, we talk, say, let's talk about data exploration capabilities. Are they able to quickly and, and easily explore and understand the data? So they're the sort of type of things you sort of should know. And I'm just using my case as an example. But as you, as everyone knows, you know, a product isn't just made up of one function. So you, you really need to sort of have a, a fair understanding of what you're offering plus the, the your prospects offering. And then, and, you know, and, and don't be, I suppose, also too worried if you don't know everything, because that's what you've got the sales rep for. And then again, on top of that, you've got the pre-sales consultants. So, yeah, but it, it is pretty important to have a, a good understanding for sure. Oh, definitely. And I completely agree with, you know, understanding your target audiences solution, you know, which means a very tailored and individual approach. I mean, you can't just have a kind of copy pasted value prop for each person when everyone's, uh, you know, product or service is different. So 
completely agree with that there you know how how can you adapt the value proposition so that it resonates with the target audience that you're going after you know as an individual um you know understanding their company what are some of the pain points that they may be experiencing and then you know probing and dig digging deeper to be able to uncover that kind of more precisely so yeah, definitely, definitely Absolutely. agree on that point. Um, so what are some other keys to ensure the success of a lead generation program targeting ISVs centered around an OEM offer? I mean, you've highlighted a lot already, um, you know, but are there any others that you can think of? I'll probably just re-highlight, and, and these are the two that are big for me, um, and you know what I've learned from, from people like yourself and, and the reps that I work closely with, you know, doing market intelligence you know doing background getting background information from the prospects that you're approaching so you know who the product people are you know, what product they you know do they manage because you know a lot of the people that we approach or i'm approaching they have multiple products i think one of them had like 40 different products so you know you imagine the different product people in, in involved in that organization um you know so yeah understanding the prospects offering um, do they even align with our product offering? You know, I can give you some examples of in the past where a, a rep's picked an account by accident that sort of had probably had no alignment to what Click could offer them. You know, it was just I think the company was a human might have been a recruitment agency. You know, <laughs> it was just you know one of those mistakes. So that's mm -hmm. important. So you're not wasting your time. Um, you know, you're doing it for 12 months, so you don't want to be wasting a month you know, trying to reach out to a company when, you know, they've got no, nothing that can align with your product. Um, you know, what is their vision roadmap? That's always important if you can find that. So, you know, all those things within a market intelligence um, report, you know, stuff that, you know, we, we do a lot of those market intelligence reports. And I think messaging is very big for me. Um, you know, getting your messaging right, you know, and, and that sort of, could, oh, that could vary across the different channels. You know, we use a lot of LinkedIn, telemarketing, emailing, you know, and I'm sure there's people using other different, you know, tools, but they're the three that I use. So it's, you know, make, make, making sure that the messaging is consistent with the offering, um, you know, aligning that with what the reps want as well, because they might have picked an account, like I said, I think in, in one of your first couple of questions that, you know, they pick company A because he knows someone, um, who said that there's a possible project. So you're going to align your messaging towards that rather than from a product perspective. Um, yeah, so the messaging's super important. Um, so they're probably the two that I would say that stand out to me for sure when doing a lead generation program. Excellent. Yeah. And the only thing I would add to that is just that, you know, I also have seen in the past, uh, you know, some of our customers who really take a very siloed approach and want to do, you know, a campaign that lasts for, I don't know, eight weeks, which is yeah. fine depending on what kind of campaign it is. I mean, obviously, if you're looking to generate traffic to a webinar, you can do that in an eight-week time frame. It's started, it's finished, it's done. Um, but I do highly suggest, you know, the holistic approach and the always-on approach, which means, like, like you said before, you know, this is a program you're targeting these accounts for the year. Um, and everything that you do is kind of building up within these accounts, you know, the, the, the contacts that you need to, to contact, you know, the marketing qualified leads that you're pushing down the funnel uh, to get 
those people to a place where they're ready to have a sales appointment because there is a great deal of nurturing over time, especially when we're talking about longer sales cycles. You know, OEM partnership is not something you decide and decide in five minutes over the phone. Um, you know, or because you sent somebody a LinkedIn connection request. So, um, you know, obviously there's a lot of legwork that needs to be done there, and you know that research piece that you talked about, I think, is very key to really understand kind of all the different facets and ways in that we could take within a particular target account um, and then really having that vision of you know this is for the long haul it's not just something that i'm going to start and finish and then walk away from uh in a quarter so Absolutely. yeah definitely uh definitely what you said can you know i'm sure resonate with with our audience today is there anything else that you'd like to add before we close things off yeah i think that's sort of if from me uh not yeah, it's just align your messaging, you know, do your research. It's all, all very critical, I think. So with our experience over the last two to three years, yeah. Excellent. Good. Well, thank you so much, William, for joining us today. It's really nice to have your insights and expertise. Pleasure to be on. Thanks very much. You just listened to Simplified, brought to you by MediaDev. If you have software marketing questions or need help marketing your software solution, reach out to us at contact at mediadev.com and check out other amazing assets for you on our resource library at mediadev.com.